This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Hi guys, we will start with a broadcast section that's got no embargo, followed by an embargo section of 10.30pm tonight. No live tweeting or blogging during the broadcast section, please, and phones on silent. Michael. Yeah, um, everyone back, so we had everyone back yesterday, um, sort of an afternoon session, which was more of a recovery session for everyone. Um, and today it's sort of full session and uh, yeah, everyone was good. Uh, no issues. Um, they all got through training okay, and uh, you know we'll, we'll obviously still see how they recover from that. But at this point in time, um, come through unscathed and available. I was going to say congratulations on the away at FIFA as well as best coach nominee. Then just been announced to be known as Premier League manager of the month. You must be very proud. I mean, I know the the FIFA one is more because of the time itself, but to this point, obviously you're, you're trying to go to Spurs. But it's, it's been a great few years for you. Yeah, look, you do. You, you, I take great pride, but also understand that you know I'm kind of in all those things. I'm I'm just sort of the front man. I mean, you know, whether it's you know the, the manager of the month. Obviously, we've had a you know really promising start to the season after a, a you know, fair say challenging preseason, and, and that's because you know I've got great staff and and the players have all sort of embraced the challenge of us you know beginning this season in a, in a promising fashion. It's a credit to everyone that the way they've tackled that and uh, said I'm kind of the front man for that but you know I think it's an indication of us as a club you know that we've we've handled a, a pretty challenging start you know fairly well which is great and uh, yeah and for the FIFA nomination I mean obviously you know fairly humbled but again I, I'm just wrapped that you know it's recognition again a, a great group of people that I worked with staff and players you know everyone involved at Celtic uh, the fans and you know it's great recognition for that club it's a great club and sometimes its achievements get diminished uh, because people sort of uh, look down on the league. But I think any time you win a treble, and you know we we did that last year in in the best possible manner. We won the league. We beat Rangers in both the cups. It wasn't easy in any stretch. Um, and I just think it's great recognition for that football club. Again, I'm just the front man, but I'm uh, really really pleased and, and, and wrapped that that great football club gets the recognition it deserves. Um, it's been a difficult few weeks for Richarlison. Uh, look, I think, um, you know, with all the players, uh, they all get, you know, whatever help and assistance that they require here. Um, 
you know, it doesn't always happen in the in the sort of in the public eye because most of it's done, you know, in house. And but we we provide all the support and and whatever players may need. Sometimes they seek help. Sometimes we offer the help. Um, you know, so whatever Richie needs, you know, he'll we'll help him get to the space where he wants to. And um, you know, from our perspective, it doesn't obviously. You know, he's you know he's put it out there because obviously you know, he was quite emotional after a game and and that's fine you know we'll, we'll, we'll give him the support he needs and um, but we do that with all the players and I think most professional clubs do and you know my role within that is to, to you know make sure that you know whatever each player needs and sometimes it's you know basic things like help with nutrition or relocating or whatever it may be the 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 services are here and, and the, the help is here to get players into, into the place they want to. Um, and what I will say is that, you know, no one, no one has a perfect life. You know, sometimes we look at footballers and they do things well and, you know, they've got all the money they need and we think that's a perfect life. But that doesn't make you immune from life itself. So I'm sure that every player in our dressing room is dealing with something. It's, it's about... Giving, you know, and sometimes players, I think, fall into the trap of thinking their life should be perfect because of, you know, the position they're in. But that's not how life works, you know. The, what you do and, you know, all those kind of things, like I said, don't make you immune from what life throws at you. There's always going to be something in your life that, um, you know, is not where it, you need it to be. It's about keeping perspective, keeping a balance. You know, there are probably parents and, and people this morning who have probably had a few rough days, but they still have to front up to work and not lose their job because that's part of life and you know that's kind of the advice I give to all so to all the players is to always try and keep a balance um, because you're always going to have something in your life that's probably not where you want it to be. Yeah, look, I think, um, as I said, leading into it, it was uh, it was a fairly fluid sort of situation. Um, you know, we weren't really sure what was going to happen with Hugo. Um, Eric was never out of the squad. He was here, but I, was, I obviously had to make decisions around the 25-man squad. Now, on the last day of the window, we had Reggion moving to Man U, um, then Dembele and Sanchez out, so that's three foreigners where, you know, if one of them had stayed, then would have been a different decision, which I kind of already stated publicly. But once we, we kind of got to the end of the window, we, we knew what the numbers we had. Um, you know, Hugo and, and Eric were still with us. So, um, you know, we, we had room to put them on the list and they're on the list. And nothing's really changed from that perspective. They're st they were training before with the first team. They're still training and they're still available now. Congrats, Thank you, mate. Thank you. Ned. Yeah, no, spot on. I think that's been really pleasing. Not just, as you said, I, I think, you know, for us it was a fairly low-risk uh, acquisition because he's just a quality player. We knew that. Uh, but I think the way he's embraced the whole football club and, and um, you know, his contribution on and off the field, he's obviously part of the leadership group. But, you know, the way he's just, em you know, embraced the, the whole group and, and the whole club has been fantastic for us because, as I said, we haven't had an ideal build-up leading into the season and you know him coming in and I guess what you're looking for for, for players like him who are coming in with 
enthusiasm and a freshness that maybe the players who were here from last year were still carrying some baggage. Uh, he, you know, guys like him and the others that were brought in have sort of just created a real good energy around the place. So, um, yeah, delighted for, for Matt. As, as you said, it's just as much for what he's done around the club as he has, obviously, on the field. A little bit different, I think. You know, obviously, when you play away from home, it's different. I think you know the way Burnley play and the way Sheffield um, set up is different. It'll be a different challenge for us, but within that context, it's still going to be you know difficult. Um, you know, having watched their games, you know, Paul's got them really well set up, really well organised. They're fighting for everything, and you know that that's what they're going to do uh, here tomorrow. They're not going to sort of give us anything or, or allow us any sort of uh, comfort during the game. So we've got to be really disciplined tomorrow in. in not veering away from, from our principles and not getting drawn away from the kind of team and the kind of football we want to play. And it's not easy because, like I said, they're going to make it difficult for us. Um, they're going to try and frustrate us and we're going, to be, we're going to have to be really at our best in terms of our focus on what's important for the game tomorrow. So it'll be a good challenge. How do you think you personally managed to step away from the Suma philosophical philosophy of team from this year? <coughs> Yeah, look, I think I said during the week, I haven't done that much. It's 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 him, you know, and, and you know, I keep saying it, but you know, players have, you know, their kind of destiny sometimes in their own hands, you know, and, and you know, if, if Biss had to come in here this year and sort of felt sorry for himself about what happened last year and sort of was thinking about that too much, then, you know, if it was waiting for me to snap him out of it, I think, you know, he wouldn't have been at the place he is now. He's done it by himself, you know. He came in from the first day of pre-season with great energy, I knew he was a quality player. You know, I think the way we play suits him, and the rest has been down to him. He works hard every day. You know, he's been outstanding in the games, and and you know, he deserves the credit for that. And he's picture the scene: all of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order mug delivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. He just needs to keep doing that and keep pushing himself and not sort of get to a place where, you know, again, maybe he feels comfortable that... You know, things are going well because I still think there's another level in him. You know, I think there's 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 certainly he can take his game to another level, and that helps us to get to another level. George, hey, Joe, I, I just wonder, just in, in general, on the transfer window now it's shut. I mean, are you happy with everything? It's quite a high turnover of players, you know, players coming in and out. I just wonder, are you happy with, with what you and the club have done? Yeah, I, I am because you know, obviously, the first thing you look at is well, you know, the guys who are brought in are they making a contribution? And I think it's fair to say that. Yeah, apart from Brennan, who obviously we brought in fairly late, um, and uh, young Alejo Villas, who, who, who got his had his first training session with us yesterday, um, the rest have been really significant contributors for us, which is that's the main thing you're looking for. 
there has been significant turnover. Um, a lot of players moved out in the end. Um, and I, I guess I reckon that's about the maximum you can do in one window without it being really disruptive, particularly with me, a new manager coming in, new staff. There's so many new dynamics that I always felt this window was about you know, making that first steps to, to rebuilding the squad. And I think, I think they've been so far positive first steps. Uh, but it was never all going to get done in this first window. I didn't expect it to. So we've still got some work to do in terms of, you know, creating a squad and an environment where, you know, we can be challenging for things. But um, I think as, as an overall, you know, with everything that happened, uh, ins and outs, I think we're in a pretty good space. Um, I've read tomorrow that if you win, it'll be Tottenham's best start to a season since What if we don't? <laughs> Does it mean everything's been a disaster? No. I think we've had a promising start. I think I've said that. Look, I, I was never, I don't, I didn't go into it with any kind of expectations about where we needed to be. What I wanted to see was, you know, have we started, you know, embedding a style of play into into the group? That was the key thing for me because that's where you know that if we have done that, that then I've got staff who 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 are practically putting that into place, uh, I've got players who are embracing that and then you know from that we'll, we'll grow and we'll get to where we want to. So in terms of points tally and wins and that, whatever it was going to be, that was still going to be the key component because we could be sitting on 10 points and if we hadn't played the kind of foot we are, trust me, I wouldn't be sitting here feeling comfortable even if we had another win tomorrow because that's not what we're, what we're looking for in the long term. We're looking to play a certain way. So I think... You know, as I said, it's been promising, it's been encouraging, um, but we're a month into a, a long season, so a long way to go. Since you've just gone with Hugo and Chester, so obviously two senior players, will you, are they both back into the squad full pelt now? I mean, you still pushing for mine going forward, and how do they feel about everything that's happened over the last six weeks? So never out, mate. They were, they were training with us from the first day. They were, they were involved in everything from the first day. Nothing's changed. Um, you know, from our perspective. I mean, Eric's Eric uh, had an injury, so he wasn't even available for, for, for the last two games. So he's only just got back into training um, this week um, since we've been on uh, international break. Hugo's been training with a goalkeeping group, so nothing's really changed from that perspective. Ali? Um, looking at it, obviously, this is the start of 11 years, years to come soon. Where do you now Well, I mean, you're assuming there's a pecking order, mate. I, I don't know. I just, like, he's a player. He's a Tottenham player. He's training every day and he's available like everyone else. Nothing's changed. Nothing's changed between, from now to last week to the week before. Uh, you know, the reason people play is because I believe that they're going to get us to where we want to get to. The ones who are part of the squad are there because they're their work's got them to that position. The ones who aren't in the squad need to work hard to, to get it and wait for their opportunity. There's no there's no pecking order, mate. There's no chicken coop. There's nothing. There's no farm animals. We're just working away. Yeah, look, yeah, it's fair to say we, we are a little bit light there, but at the same time, I thought, you know, I think for Davison it was a, it was a 
you know, it was a good opportunity where we could get a long-term contract. It was, you know, we needed to rebuild and change this squad. There was no point us just sort of tinkering around the edges. Like, we need to do meaningful work. And as I said, it was never going to get done in one window. So just as important was, you know, to create the opportunity for us now to, to go into January or, you know, the subsequent windows and, and you know, bolster up that area. <coughs> you know, it's fair to say we, we, we still need probably another centre-back um, within the squad. Um, although we've got players who are, you know, fairly functional and being able to do a job for us in there. We've got young Ash in who's, you know, working really hard and, and, and improving all the time. But, you know, I think for us to just to hold on to something for some sort of security, I, I just think it would have been a missed opportunity. We need to change the squad. We need to rebuild this team. And, um, you know, that was the reason, you know, we, we allowed Davison to go. Yeah, it is, and you know, I think I, I mentioned a couple of weeks ago. He came sort of barging in my room, wanting to, to start with the team. But um, you know, it, it, it's a tough, you know, rehab. You know, talk to any player, and, and that's the toughest bit. It's not that you have to do the work; it's the it's the solitary element of it, where you're not with the group, and just having him do the warm ups and him being involved. He was he was buzzing yesterday, and then he was fairly dejected when we pulled him out after the warm up. So, um, but. It's good, and you know he'll he'll build himself away. It's fair to say he's still got a fair bit of work to do, but um, yeah, great to have him involved. And I guess that it just encourages him a little bit more, and it's great for the group to see him. Yeah, good. You know, great to get him in again. He's 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 got a great sort of profile for us, and you know, very similar to the other guys we brought in. In that, you know, he's he's young, but he's had some good experience already, um, footballing qualities he brings, you know, I think fit really well with what we want to do in terms of he's got energy, he's got pace, um, you know, I think he can, he presses really well, um, you know, he's, he's a wide player but can score goals, so, you know, from that perspective he ticks all the boxes and like I said, when I look at his career, he's obviously, you know, he's been at Forest since he was a kid, you know, that's his football club but he's taken the decision to go now, challenge himself and I just think it was a really good fit for us as a club. Um, so, you know, he's had a couple of sessions with the boys. And, again, you know, the group's been really good in embracing any, all the new players who have come in. And um, I think he feels comfortable. And, um, yeah, you know, looking forward to getting him into action. Yeah, and again, I've stated that before. That, you know, I've never been one who just kind of likes to double up in positions. I like, you know, players to bring different qualities to that. And I think you're right. You know, um, Becky and, and Brennan are different players, and, and they can both play more than one position in that front half, which is what kind of we're, we're looking for. I think you, know, you look at Manor and Ivan, a different kind of wingers. Um, you know, Sonny's a different kind of winger. Yeah, Sonny and Richie are different kind of strikers. So even our midfielders, they all got different qualities, but you know, basic elements of it fit in with our football. And I, you know, I like the fact because sometimes you've got to change it within the game, and bringing on a different type of winger helps you. Um, other times, game to game, you need a different type um, of, of personnel to, to counteract the opposition. So, um, so yeah, that's that's another reason I thought it was a really good fit for us.
I, I think we do understand it. It's just that we, we, we ignore it. But, you know, what? Who's, who in their life doesn't have something that's stressful? I mean, I've, I've lived 58 years now and there's never been a time in my life where everything is perfect. I lost my father three years ago and he should have been here for the journey. So I've got to deal with that. Everyone, and that's just me talking personally, but everybody, everybody in this room at this moment, you could be, one part of your life could be flying and there'll be something. It could be a family member, it could be a health issue, it could be a financial issue. There's always something. And, and footballers are not immune from that. And sometimes I think they fall into the trap of thinking they are. And they're not. Because just because you have you know, money or, or, or you're really good at something... Um, life will still find a way to keep a balance in that there'll be stuff in there that that's going to be stressful it's going to be upsetting and and you've got to just deal with that you know but you can watch people in games and understand that as well i don't think anyone doesn't understand i think like i said i just think we choose to ignore it we just at times think well he's a footballer he's got money what's he got to complain about you know well of course he does but then the football has to also understand that you know his life is not you know perfection doesn't exist in life there are, you know Plenty of people, you know, who who have what we would assume to have all the advantages in life, who are fairly unhappy, you know. So that's not that, that doesn't exist. So it's just a matter of, I think, for the most part, people are, you know, understand that that's the case and empathetic. Sometimes we just choose to ignore it because it, it makes a better, not a better story, but it just makes a more impactful kind of scenario that you know while fantastic footballer has problems well, they all do mate you know they all do uh yeah he's 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 not available for this weekend did train with us yesterday but we're, we're, we're kind of probably give him another week but uh, hopefully should be available for next week george we'll finish the broadcast section with you please Maybe I should have the pecking order discussion <laughs> with them. Um, no, I, I, I don't because that would mean that I've been treating them different up until now. Nothing's changed, you know, um, from my perspective. And if the players feel the need to, to seek clarification or something, then, you know, my door's always open, but I haven't felt the need to, to speak to them individually about anything. Like I said, they're, they're Tottenham players, they're available selection, they have been from the first day, and uh, nothing's really changed. Yeah, no, that's why he's in the squad. Um, you know, we obviously that's why we signed him. You know, we think he's got some great potential. Obviously, it's it's hard because he hasn't played, you know, at all for us sort of yet in terms of you know he wasn't here for the preseason and missed all that. So we just got to be careful. But he has had you know a couple of under twenty one games, which is great. Um, we'll try and get him some game time. But I think training with us every day and and you know you can see he's getting closer and closer. And um, yeah, if we need to use him, we will. Yeah, no, Nick's done brilliantly in Australia. He's, he's done a fantastic job at a club um, 
fair to say in Australia is um, you know not considered one of the big ones, and he actually won the whole thing last year, and he's done it in a real you know, in a great way where he's he's developed young players as well. And yeah, great he gets the opportunity. I'm glad people are looking. You know, I think I said a few weeks before, I'm glad they're looking beyond just the obvious in terms of candidates, um, whether they're at their doorstep or on the other side of the world. And uh, I've got no doubt it'll do well. I think Hibs is a great club. You know, I've been up there. It's a big club. You know, when you play against them, you feel like it's a big club. And you know, fair to say that um, there's there's an opportunity there to, to, to get them, you know, to a decent position in the Premiership and get him European football and I'm sure Nick will do that so please for him. Okay we'll end the broadcast section there and move on to the embargo section for 10.30pm tonight. Matt? The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.